That you know that is that time of the week again. I'm Alan Moore and a very warm welcome to Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. Wherever you are, in the car, the gym, bed, battery beyond, yeah, that is an American joke, strap in for a mega sports adventure because in a moment we're going to go to Andrew Flint, our man in Siberia, and to our legal eagle, Isil Cody. We're going to speak with the Russian Premier League, English Premier League, Russian clubs in Europe, and of course the clown prince of Cherkizovo, Ralph Ragnick. He is out of Moscow and he is in Manchester yeah big big story we broke it here of course a month ago we said the negotiations are going on for him to move to Manchester we were proved right so remember folks listen here first on Capital Sports Moscow's Capital FM in part two we have Peter Staunton the senior editor of Goal.com he's going to talk about football and an awful lot more besides in the third we have of course the big fat filthy quiz and we have a very special guest who's going to be joining us in the studio a little bit later on in this segment so be ready for that a very very good interview and again we're kind of keeping it on a nice international feel as well and of course we have a special giveaway. We have two tickets to Dima Moscow Akbar's Kazan. That is on, of course, this week. You just have to message us. Hashtag Dynamo Capital plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three, and you'll be in with a chance to win two elite tickets to the game on, uh, I think it's Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. I'll double check it out, folks. Sorry, I'm just a bit busier today. Okay, quick round up, of course, the uh, Russian Premier League. Loco, they are playing tomorrow in Tula against Arsenal. Spartak hoping to get back on track. They're playing Ufa out in Bashkortostan. Uh, the Spartak games at 5 o'clock and Loco are playing at 7. Siska uh, sadly went down today 2-0 to Zenit St. Petersburg. Dynamo keeping up their good run of form. They, went three t- or they were 3-2 winners away at Rubin Kazan. So looking at the league as it is now, of course, uh, Spartak and Loco with a game in hand. Dynamo rising to second. They are 32 points 4 points behind the league champions 
already league champions. Zenit, we call we called it many many weeks ago. Uh, Loco, they are in fourth. So win tomorrow will lead them level on points uh, with a goal, behind a goal difference with Sochi. Uh, Siska, of course, they are just hanging on there in sixth place. And of course, Spartak win tomorrow will leave them level with Rubin Kazan. Okay, uh, straight away, we're not going to speak about anything else because I want to just, you just go that Andrew Flint is on the line for us. And uh, I think he is a relatively happy man right now. 1 1 with Liverpool. Or it's Chelsea, excuse me, Andrew. Andrew Flint, can you hear me? No, no, Andrew Flint. Andrew Flint, we don't hear you right now. All right, so we're going to have to try and get Andrew Flint back on the line. Uh, he doesn't need to be speaking to us or else we have some problems, uh, technical problems today. So we'll call uh, Andrew and Isil back in just one moment. Um, uh, hopefully they'll hang up. Uh, they're saying they're watching post-game interviews. Yes, Isil, if you hang up the phone, stop writing to us. Good girl. Okay, so I'm going to actually bring in early uh, our guest because we are very, very fortunate to have an international guest in studio today. We usually have international guests, but this is a very, very special one. She is a striker with... This K Moscow, the women's football club. Shania Gordon, you're very welcome to Capital, Capital Sports, but back to Capital FM. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Uh, listen, I'm not going to ask you about the usual things like how are you enjoying Moscow and blah, 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 blah. But how are you enjoying Russian women's football? Um, I actually really enjoy it. Um, it's super tough, super hard. Every game is like a fight. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to make me better. Um, what's the, the difference in standards, say, between here and France? Because you played in France after, like, yeah. USA. Um, France is more, like, technical. It's more like um, passing, one-touch, two-touch play, you know, a lot of combination play. Um, but here it kind of reminds me of America and kind of reminds me of college. It was like, um, you know, just get to the goal, try to score, get to the point, you know, and, no one's doing any combination plays or nothing. Really? Yeah, so it's, it's more direct. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it is. Okay. It reminds me of America. Oh, okay. That's that's a very interesting take on that. <laughs> so, all right. I'm going to I'm gonna see, can we get uh, Eastlt and Andrew? Uh, Eastlt, Andrew, can you hear me? I think you can hear me, but uh, we cannot hear you. Yeah, Eastlt speaking, we can't hear them. Okay, we're going to have to try and get that uh, fixed before we go on with the show. I'm going to hang up on those guys because, of course, we're not going to be able to speak with them. Um, I, when you came here, I mean, what was it prompted to move to, to Russia? Like, why, why the... Of course, the Premier League here is growing, but uh, why this guy? Um, well, this is a really big club and a really great club. There are some really good players that came from this team. Um, I love the history about this team in this club so I was like okay I think I should come over here okay oh, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's fair enough yeah. okay. uh, what, what about the challenge I mean because moving to Russia uh, there's like of course France you know of course it's closer to the States you have um, you know a lot more kind of amenities there and it is closer to home as well does Russia feel further away from home no not really because I have so my family's like in Germany right now ah. so nothing in Europe is far away from home so you weren't, you weren't an army brat. Yes, I am. Oh, my God. I should have <laughs> known why. that. I should yeah. have known that. Yeah. Where, they're down in Hesse at the moment? Huh? In Hesse near Frankfurt? Yes. Okay. He's, yeah, he's near Frankfurt. Okay. They're in Bonn, Germany right now. Ah, very, mm -hmm. very nice. Beautiful spot, actually. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, that, no, Bonn mm -hmm. is beautiful. It's there yeah. last year, actually, before lockdown happened, and it was just <laughs> amazing. Uh, but were you born in Germany or born in the States? I was born in Florida. Okay, born in Florida. Yeah. Okay. And then I moved around throughout the States. I moved, like, every two, three years. 
So then, um, yeah, but now they're in Germany right now, which is close to me when I was in Dijon last year. And they're still close to me now. So I'm not really missing, you know, home that much, you know? Okay. If they were, yeah, if they were to be like in the United States, then I would be like super sad, but... Okay. Just a plane ride a couple hours away. Yeah, that's true. You can <laughs> yeah. just fly to Cologne mm-hmm. and just yeah. walk down. So uh, great. Um, what's your okay? This is what's your favorite part of Moscow so far that you visited? Um, I haven't been to many parts. I really haven't. Really? I haven't had time. See, that's that's the life of a, of a professional athlete. <laughs> yeah, you just you basically train, yeah. eat, sleep, train. Well, and I sleep. did. Um, I did go to the tallest restaurant in the world. You know the birds? It's called the Birds Restaurant. And it's like 84 floors. And I was on the 84th floor. That's oh. where the restaurant is. But it was overcast, so I couldn't even see <laughs> the city. But, yeah. yeah. And it was like a five-minute, seven-minute elevator ride all the way up to the top. Oh, I think it's like between us is only love or something like that. It's, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like a very, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah and I, I couldn't I, even I, see the city. Everyone was like, oh, my gosh, the view, the view. It was like overcast. No, all clouds. No, no. That, that's, well, you have to go back again. But, <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Because well, um, Dijon, everyone knows it because of like mustard. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, how did you find a mustard in Dijon? I don't like mustard. So, I never tried it. Really? Yeah. Even on hot dogs? No, no, no. No mustard. Ketchup only and onions? Not onions either, just ketchup. Well, are you really from America? Actually, that's because <laughs> you see it's like onions, fried onions are the best. Yeah, I I just eat very simple, just the dog, and then ketchup. Hot that's dog, it. by the way, folks. In case you're thinking, what the hell? She's in Korea or something. So, okay, that's very good. Okay, uh, we're going to try and get these guys back on the line in just one moment. Peter Staunton is waiting for us, so uh, hopefully now we will get um, we will get our guys on. So. I'm going to try and get the speaker on because, of course, we do need to speak with them at the moment. Um, but in the meantime, before we do, um, in Lokomotiv Moscow, the women's team, they have run away with the league this year. They've been very, very strong. Um, how close are Siska to that level? How close are Siska come to catch them or take them back over? Because Siska were the number one team. Um, well, last game we played them, we won. I don't think... We're far off at all. I think our team's really good. We got a bunch of new players, so we're just trying to, like, just read each other's play more, you know? We're all new. We're just trying to get a feel for each other, and I think next year is going to be a really good year for us. Okay. Next year. That's good. Okay. No, again, of course, the league is over, but it's always next year. Okay, uh, hopefully we have um, Andrew Flint. You're on the line with us. You can hear me? Oh, uh, Sandy Campbell, can you hear me? Yeah, we have to do, well, we have to sort of like do uh, a sort of a, a fix-up when we get a fix before uh, Peter Staunton. Listen, Andrew, very, very quick, when I did ask you, when we come, when we were first coming on, the uh, result, of course, the 1-1 between uh, Chelsea and United. Yeah. Is that a good start for the Clown Prince of Chiquizo, or former Clown Prince, I should say? <laughs> well, I, I think it's a fantastic result. Anything other than a humiliation is a good result. The team selection may be grown when I saw it with Nemanja Matic, McTominay and Fred in midfield. I mean, that three should not be able to hold out against the league leaders, but they did. Um, and actually, the pressing from the front with Rashford up front in the middle worked brilliantly. Um, and uh, they capitalised a few breakaways. 1-1, good result. Okay, that is good. Listen, um, looking now to uh, tomorrow's games, uh, Spartak away to Ufa, what is your take on that? Is that one that Spartak... Well, okay, they need to win, but have you got a chance of winning? Because Ufa are not a bad side. 
Well, you, you know, on the head, they need to win. Uh, Sparta basically need to win every game left to salvage any respectability from the season. But I don't think they're going to have it all their own way. I, I can see this one being a draw because Ufa have drawn quite a lot of games at home recently. And of course, they have uh, Gary Aguilar, the top scorer in the Russian Premier League. So if he pops up with a goal, pressure's on them. I think this is, the, I think this is going to be a draw. Um, but Sparta just can't afford a draw. They need to win. Okay, uh, Loco away to Arsenal Tula that looks like a nailed on three points not an easy one but a nailed on three points against the bottom team Well I'd say I think a win I wouldn't say nailed on um, because Arsenal although they're bottom of the league they're very very good at home they've taken points off Zanit um, off Spartak I believe it is and a lot of the other top teams this season uh, Loco aren't exactly blowing teams away so I think they should win but it's definitely not a given Okay. Um, all right, that's fair enough. Looking ahead to next weekend, Andrew, of course, there's uh, an, uh, another set of games to come through as well. Um, and looking at, like, Siska away to Krylisovitov, you know, Siska, they, they have to win that. That is on Saturday at 2 p.m. They need to win that one. Yeah, I mean, it's so tight at to the top, isn't it? Loco, Krasnar, Tiska, Ahmad, Krylia, all separated by one point. Now, if they lose against Krylia, obviously Krylia go above them and this guy can suddenly drop down into mid-table and then they're under real pressure going into the winter break. Um, it's going to be tough. Clearly, I've okay. got a lot of game changes there. Um, so it's going to be a tough one now. Okay, uh, of course, then uh, the, later on uh, on Saturday as well, we've got Spartak Ahmad. Um, I mean, after seeing what Ahmad did against Lokomotiv, uh, would a draw be a decent result for Spartak? I get the feeling we're going to be saying similar things about them for the rest of the season. A draw technically isn't awful. Akhmat won three in a row, I think, for the first time in over a year in the Premier League. Um, but away from home, they're poor. Uh, they have lost eight games. Only one other side has lost more games this season. Um, so Sparta really have to be winning that. Should be a good opportunity to get back to winning ways for them. OK, uh, Loco, three points against Ural at home on Saturday 7 o'clock that's, that's yeah 3 points we'll move on from that move on from that Dinamo against Ufa on Sunday 4.30 I mean that's that's Dinamo winning that one as well isn't it that really that one is the one I'm most comfortable about um, Dinamo are so good at home um, they, they look so good again um, today fighting back um, after going down against Rubin 2-1 um, they got so much quality they just simply are miles better and all far away from home just hopeless so okay. uh, Dinamo win there for me Alright uh, Eastland Code you're there patiently waiting with us uh, Burnley postponed because of heavy snow against Tottenham wouldn't get away with it of course in Russia um, was that a, a, a a handy one there for Spurs that they can wait another week get some more uh, like get the ketchup and mayonnaise out of their system uh, yeah I think Spurs um, I think it would have been a good thing to have a game today because I think they need to forget what's happened during the week but by the same token obviously we're dealing with the English and their inability to clear, clear a pinch of some snow <laughs> so you know it's there were lots of good games on today to keep a Spurs fan distracted and I think seeing likes a Chelsea draw with Man United and look it makes things still have a little bit of interest at the top of the table for the top three okay. just because they're points OK Wednesday uh, at 11.15 Moscow time the Merseyside Derby um, that's that That looks like Everton are on a very bad run at the moment that's Liverpool putting maybe three or four past them isn't it at Goodison Park I, I think it really could be and I think um, maybe there's the next potential casualty in the managerial roles because 
just not going very well. And like today's game with Brentford wasn't a good game, but it's not a good result for Everton. It's a big issue. Very true. Of course, of course, uh, Spurs play Brentford the next day on uh, Thursday. Manchester United against Arsenal, 11-15. That's on Thursday. Andrew, um, you'd be looking at least to not lose that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Arsenal have much improved under Arteta in recent weeks. Um, but it's a good opportunity to gain some ground on the top five. Can't believe I have to say that sentence. The Manchester United fans <laughs> should be looking down, not up. But um, I'm, I'm actually confident after today's display, I think Arsenal should be able to turn them over at home. OK, remember what Oscar Wilde said, that you, know, you could be in the gutter, but looking up and looking at the stars. That's the most important thing. <laughs> OK, we'll, call you, we'll speak to you guys back again, of course, later on in the show for a big filthy quiz. Folks, we're going to have to break in just uh, one moment. Um, a little birdie told me that you're a, a Liverpool fan for some reason. <laughs> yes. Why? <laughs> because I love the way they play. OK. They have been scoring so many goals and... They just get to the point, they pass the Salah, he does what he needs to do, <laughs> and, okay. they get, and they get the win every time. So basically, you're a fan of like long ball, just get it up. Not bang long it up. ball, just like, I like Liverpool because they take maybe three, five passes max to score a goal, you know what I mean? But They're not like Barcelona, like... I know, ticky tack nonsense. Yeah, 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 that's horrible. I, yeah. I, I agree with that. They get to the point, you know? Yeah. No, for and me, I, I grew up with just this, like, and, and uh, I put that play when I was playing in Canada and just get the ball, keeper gets the ball, hits it up to the far end of the field <laughs> and chases it. You know? <laughs> and that's it. It's the best form of attack. Like, why sit back and pass the ball out of your defence? You know? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I know. We're, we're, we're together on that. That's good. Okay, yeah. thank you, Shana. Okay, Shana, of course, you're staying with us. We're going to get on now to Peter uh, Staunton in just one moment. So we're going to the break right now with a proper, proper post-goal celebration song. Best post-goal celebration song? What I don't is know. it? What, what do you think it is? What would you like it to be? I'm not sure. Oh, she's getting very nervous now. She's look, just looking <laughs> for your nervous, going, what the hell is going on here? Okay, no worries. But we'll be back in uh, part two with Peter Staunton. We're going to go out with the Fratellis and Chelsea Dagger. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Just to keep the last of my clothes on 
thank you dear Bring your sister over here Let her dance with me just for the hell of it отпраздновать в хорошей компании друзей бренда Quicksilver и, конечно, вас, наших слушателей. Слушайте Capital, выигрывайте 6 уникальных сноубордов, а также главный приз – поездку в Сочи на фестиваль Quicksilver New Star Camp. Capital FM. 6 лет на вершине. 6 years on top. Лучшее завершение уикенда на Capital. Join us on a journey. From the beach to the dance floor, Chicane presents Sunsets. Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера провожаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Вспомни, как долго ты выбираешь фильм или сериал. Время выбирать прошло. Наступило время смотреть. Легкий поиск и продвинутая система рекомендаций. Иви быстро и точно подберут фильм, который вам точно понравится. Иви. Скорее к истории. Реклама 18+. Remember, folks, plus 7251111053, hashtag Dynamo Capital to win two tickets to Dynamo Akbar's Kazan this week in the KHL. So, folks, uh, segment two, of course, is to grow your sales, brand awareness, and grab your target audience. You need a great brand ambassador. Match Business Consulting represents the brightest stars in Russian sport who will shine around the world for your business. Okay, now, hopefully, hopefully, folks, we're going to go on the line now to Peter Staunton. Uh, he's not in Mayo, he's in Leeds, of course. Uh, Peter, can you hear me? Am I coming through loud and clear? No, he's not here. No, he's not here. Me here, but I know that we'll get him on the line in just one moment. Uh, my position, I, it never is really like this. Like, but it, we just we have these issues from time to time. Uh, so we'll just fix that off here, and we'll get uh, Peter uh, on the line back to us. So. You can hear the ringing of Skype, folks, because that's what we're doing. We're trying to get Peter Staunton on Skype. So, uh, yeah, he's there. Uh, Peter. Gotcha, Alan. Oh, you got me. Oh, Peter, listen, we're doing it like we did before. Remember when we had like a couple of issues as well in the old studio? 
and we had to go through uh, my telephone. But there you go. So yeah, we went through WhatsApp. I think. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Listen, yeah. we always go on air, no matter what, no matter what the story is, we work it. Okay, um, Peter, I know you have a couple of questions here for Shania. She's here, uh, looking kind of nervous because uh, I said I asked her what's the ideal post goal celebration song, and she's like, uh, and she wasn't really sure. She she was getting scared. I saw a look of fear in her eyes. And, um, you know, it's uh, the Fratelli's Chelsea Dagger. Good choice? It's a nice choice. I would say a song too by Blur. It uh, would be mine. I always thought that was a really good one. Yeah, that's classic. That is a classic one. I like that. Yeah. By the way, Peter, um, on hot dogs, I know you're a fan. Um, would you put mustard on it? Would you put uh, onions on it? Ketchup as well? Uh, yeah, I'd have all of that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> there you go. You see? I told you. Shalai says no. no. It's just like she wouldn't put onions or mustard on her no, hot no, dogs. No. And not even, not even ketchup, just a hot dog. No, no, I put ketchup. Oh, you put ketchup? Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I misheard. I put that ketchup. Then. Just the hot dog and the ketchup. Hot dog, ketchup, and a bun. Yes. Okay, That's hot it. dog, ketchup, and Okay, right. <laughs> Peter, all right, look, look, Peter, we'll get on to football matters now. Um, all the big questions. Exactly, there you go. You only hear them first here on Capital Sports, Moscow's Capital FM. Uh, Peter, question to you on uh, Ralph Rangnick. Now, he, he, you know, you've only got a draw today. Um, what's your take on the move, and especially the fact that he's only the interim until they get someone like Pochettino, or is there someone else on the horizon? Well, they said that uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was going to be an interim appointment as well and ended up giving him like a, a three-year contract twice. So I, I would take all of that with a, with a pinch of salt. I suppose it all depends on what's going to happen with Pochettino towards the end of the season, whether he's going to get freed from that contract, whether he wants to stay at PSG or not, and you know, and how Ragnik does. Um, I guess I was quite enthused by the move. I think they made a really smart move. Um, you know, Ragnik is, is known as a bit of an empire builder. You know, we know what he did at Hoffenheim especially at Red Bull as well. And I know that AC Milan were, were chasing him you know, quite fervently a couple of years back and the deal fell through at the end. And I think if you want a club uh, to have an overall ethos, a philosophy, a way of playing, a way of behaving, a style, um, I think they could do a lot worse to the point in Ralph Ranić. But I think it all depends on whether he's still got it. And I'm, we know from his experience with, uh, with Lokomotiv, hasn't gone to plan. Uh, so his track record in that regard, his recent track record, isn't so good. Um, his track record at, at Leipzig is fantastic. Uh, but maybe, I don't know, I'm looking at it and thinking maybe the offshoots from the from the Ranić philosophy are maybe better than, you know, the apprentices are better than the master at this stage. But I guess we'll wait and see. But it's an interesting appointment, and I think they could do a lot worse. Um, overall, I mean, we're, like normally in October here in Capital Sports, we, we call the English Premier League and we've gotten it right so for the last couple of years. Um, this year looks an awful lot tighter because, you know, there's Chelsea and Man City there and they're really, really, you know, going neck and neck. Um, what's your take on the, the title race right now? You know, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed in Chelsea. I think they're very, they're, you know, they're quite a fundamental team. I, I, you know, they can they can keep clean sheets. Uh, they didn't keep one today, but they can keep clean sheets and then you know kind of make something happen at the other end every now and again. But I'm really, really impressed with Liverpool, and I'm really, really super impressed with with, with Man City. I think that will be the two teams to beat come the end of the season. I mean, Liverpool are just obliterated everybody at the moment. They're they're blowing teams away. Um, you know, they're on top form. They, but where I think Man City will will um, uh, I think they'll overcome Liverpool in January. I think there could be a six-week period where there's no Mane, uh, no Salah. Um, obviously, Naby Keita doesn't play all that often, but he'll be missing as well. Um, the Africa Cup of Nations is going on, and I think that's going to take the wind out of Liverpool's sails a little bit. And I'm just really, really impressed with the way Man City can dismantle teams. Peter, during the week, of course, uh, just when you mentioned the Africa... Whatever the opposition is, we saw that against PSG midweek. Yeah, I, I, and... Uh, 
midweek, of course, there was a bit of a scandal uh, from Jurgen Klopp's side where he, it, it, people were spinning it that he knocked down or put down the African Cup of Nations. Um, do you think that was a bit unfair? They were just not trying to hype something out of nothing? Um, look, I, I think if uh, you sat Jurgen Klopp down and had an honest conversation with him about what he thought about the African Cup of Nations and indeed international football overall, I think... You know, I, I, I do think you will get a, quite a, a frank and forthright view about what he thought of it all. The way it came across in the press conference, I think he was probably a little bit dismissive uh, of the Africa Cup of Nations and he could probably do without losing two of his best players for up to six weeks during the season. So he's not happy about it. Um, whether, you know, the accusation of him diminishing the tournament and, and, and uh, insulting an entire continent, whether that's accurate, I don't know. I think... You know, I, I'm, I'm quite a charitable guy, Alan, as you know, and I always take people in the most charitable uh, interpretation about what they say. And if I'm going to be charitable to Klopp, I'll say that he didn't really mean to cause that amount of offence. Yeah, because I mean, was, the, the accusations that oh, he's a racist and so on. I was thinking, oh, like that's 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 going a bit too far because, like, if I think he's been very progressive in in, in every front. So I don't know. It's it's uh, I didn't fair. Is it, uh, looking um, in Europe at the moment in the Champions League? Oh, we're not going to speak about Spurs because uh, I know East will be sitting at home just head in hand crying. Um, Chelsea are neck and neck there with Juve, okay, uh, in Group H, but they're already qualified for the next round. Man United, of course, they've uh, they've qualified as well for the next round. Um, Liverpool have just been absolutely flawless. You know, 15 goals for five against and 15 points, five out of five wins. Um, Man City, of course, they're, they're through as well and they're through as top of their uh, Group A. Which of the English teams, if we're to pick one, do you think could go all the way and win the Champions League this year? Um, I do think on the, over the course of the season, one-off games, injuries, uh, it's going to become it's going to come down to squad depth and clean sheets. And I think on that basis, although I don't really fancy them for the Premier League, I do fancy Chelsea for the Champions League again. I think they've got it, they've got it going on. Really, I mean, there's the, the, the strength of their bench is absolutely ridiculous at the minute. They've got one of the best goalkeepers in the world, um, and you know, I don't see injuries really, really causing that much of an issue, provided that they don't get nine or ten at once. Um, Man City, I think their lack of a natural number nine will end up. Uh, costing them further down the line I think they're doing fine at the moment but you know maybe that one chance falls to Raheem Sterling in the quarterfinal semi-final he's not able to put it away as we've seen before against Leon to be honest a couple of years ago and I just I just worry for them that they're maybe lacking uh, that out-and-out goal scorer but hey you know Dortmund's out of the Champions League uh, the, the, the expiration of Erling Haaland's um, buyout clause uh, we reach that stage next summer so maybe Man City might be tempted to go in January and say okay 100 million for, for Haaland what about it you know that would cover their losses for going out of the Champions League and they'd probably get more money uh, in January than they will in summer when that transfer clause kicks in so I can see City doing a lot worse than go for Haaland in January to be honest well, that, that is a good move what about Red Bull Leipzig they're out of course of Europe as well I mean they, they, they scored quite a lot but they let in quite a lot as well um, they're out of Europe is there any of their players that might be picked up maybe by by City or maybe Liverpool to replace the African players who are going to the Cup of Nations uh, they're a really interesting club again Leipzig I think their recruitment has been so good over the last few years um, you know the way they bring players through and there's a number of, of, of their players uh, the Red Bull players kind of all over Europe and then Liverpool have picked up a few you know Sadio Mane was obviously at Salzburg and Minamino as well and they brought in Canate you know um, Upa Meccano we see at Bayern as well you know they're, they're quite a they're quite a good club at developing players uh, the one at the moment that I really like, I think Christopher uh, Nkunku, I think has been fantastic for them in the Champions League. And he's one of those players that you can't really quantify in terms of whether he's, whether he's a forward, whether he's a midfielder. You know, he's so versatile. He can, he can, you, know, you can name him to the wings. You can name him as a, se- uh, a second striker. 
you know, and he's such a goal threat and his assists as well. I think he's been one of the players in the Champions League for me so far this season. An ex-PSG player, but, you know, when they started buying all these big stars, you had Zlatan and Cavani and Verratti and Beckham and everybody else that was coming through at PSG. And there was no place for a kid really to come through. So, you know, their loss has been has been Leipzig's game. But um, I think PSG, you know, I see how uneven their squad is. They could have done a lot worse than keeping some of those guys around, some of their homegrown talents like in Kunku. Um, Peter, just before uh, I, I'm going to hand over like a mini interview for you with uh, Shania here, um, the goal fifty. When is that coming out? It was. Uh, it's out. It was out last week. Oh, uh, gosh, so- sorry. I'm, I'm sorry because last year we we mentioned it, we plugged it, and it was absolutely brilliant. Um, tell us who was in the top ten. Do do a sort of a top forty, not like Jimmy Savile, but do a, a top ten <sighs> countdown, ten to one. If I can, I, I don't think I can even remember all the way down. I'll tell you what, okay, so I'll explain a little bit what we did. So uh, this year we, we gave it over to a fan vote for the first time ever, which meant that we, we you know, we had our own custom app and on the website we had our own custom game where you could have a head-to-head battle between uh, the top 50 men's players in the world and then you could have, again, uh, the top 50 women's players in the world as well. So what we did was... Um, uh, a series of head-to-head battles. Uh, there was, uh, I think, 24 million battles took place uh, over the world, uh, all over the world, over the course of about two weeks. I think we had 14 million uh, for the men and about 10 million for the women, which was a fantastic result. I think it was the biggest ever fan vote in, in the history of women's football. And the two winners that we ended up with were um, one ex-Barcelona player in Lionel Messi in the men's side, and one current Barcelona player in Alexia Putellas. Uh, in the women's side and I think something like five of the top six or four of the top five were Barcelona players uh, which I think Shania would probably agree with having watched um, how well they did uh, over the course of last season when they travelled in the women's game Uh, but yeah Messi just pipped Cristiano Ronaldo I think by you know I said there was 24 million battles and he pipped him by something like 20 votes uh, in the end so it really really came right down to the wire and we had sort of you know two outcomes prepared for whether Ronaldo would win it or whether Messi would win it and you know Messi Cup America big move to PSG did what he could with Barcelona I think he was a deserving winner and I think he'll end up winning the Ballon d'Or tomorrow too Okay, I, I would have thought that Gavin Bazuna would have actually won it, but there you go, that's on my own. So. <laughs> sure, maybe. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Okay, look, you segued nicely because, of course, uh, the next voice, folks, you're going to hear is someone who will have a special um, interview with Goal.com. Uh, Peter can tell us more about that in a moment. But, Shania, um, do you agree with that uh, Barcelona are the best women's team in the world? Yes, they are. Oh, there you go, there you go. Like, Nobody oh, yeah. is beating them. No? Nobody. Okay. Peter, it's over to you. You, you, have, uh, the, you have the next three minutes to, to uh, have a chat with Shana. Uh, Shania. Yeah, well, you know, um, I think Shania, we, our, our um, women's football correspondent, Amy, uh, you know, she's put together a series of interviews of American girls and uh, American college trained women's footballers who have now ended up uh, in Europe. There seems to be somewhat of a trend among uh, American college graduates uh, coming into Europe and, and, and playing their football over here. If I could ask you, first of all, what's behind that? Well, what has led to this sort of spread of the American game uh, in the women's game uh, across into Europe? Um, I'm not sure. I can't really speak for anyone else, but for me personally, I wanted to go to France right after college just because um, I want to live in France, and also I have a couple of teammates from college who played on or who still play on Lyon and PSG, and they were just telling me about the league. It's a really good league, and I think it's a good, like, startup league, you know? Like, for someone who's coming out of college, their first year pro was a good league for that, so I was like, okay, I think I should come over here. (laughs) 
And do you see a big difference between how the, the women's game is approached in Europe as opposed to how it's approached in America? Because I guess, you know, we've always seen, uh, well, historically it's changed in the last couple of years, I think, in Europe. But like, you know, with the women's uh, game would have been almost like a second thought when it comes to the big clubs, especially. Um, whereas in the States, it seems to be like professionalized for so much longer. Does it feel like a bigger deal in the US than it does in Europe to you? Um, like you're like you're talking about like what are you talking about? Well, basically, that um, is 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 it better, more respected in the states? Is it more kind of like a hoopla in the states than in Europe? Um, I'm not sure because I haven't played in the professional league in America. I mean, there's a lot of respect now, especially like when years to come, and there's just a lot more respect for women athletes all across the world so i don't know i feel like it's the same europe and in america people are starting to broadcast games more people are putting these women professional teams like on billboards and stuff just giving all the women teams like the same opportunity as men's so i just feel like i don't know i just feel like it's growing equally all across the world Mm -hmm. and uh one other thing i'll ask as well is i i always thought like the, the u.s women's national team and, uh, you know, their, their players have been quite, um, I suppose, quite vocal. And, and, you know, they've been really good activists uh, in the last few years. You know, do, do you think that, like, they, they're sort of leading the generation of, of, of uh, you know, women finding their voices and, 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 and helping uh, female players, you know, sort of find their place within sport? Um, has it been sort of inspirational to watch that develop over the last few years? Yeah, I think so. I think they really paved the way for women to actually have a voice. I'm really excited for years to come um i don't know i just feel like this wouldn't never happen like a couple years ago so i'm just happy that they were able to take this first step and pave the way for all of us to have a voice okay peter? And, uh, maybe just one, one more do i have time for one more go on go on always one more for you peter Right, no problem. I was going to ask about your own personal situation. Then you know, is the is the national team like how big is the is the player pool within the within the US and within Europe? Like, do you feel like you're going to be knocking on the door for that national team spot over the next few years, or you know, do they have their eye on the players in sort of the um, in the European leagues as well? Is, is, you know, could, could we see at an Olympic Games, for example, or at a World Cup sometime soon? Um, I want to say yes, because this is actually one of my biggest goals is to try to get on the national team, hopefully in the next couple of years. So, yes, you will see me. <laughs> so. That was yeah. the ideal question to end off that second. Peter, listen, thank you so much. Have a great rest of the evening. And thank you again for your time, because I know today is a mega busy time for you as well. But thank you so much as always, Peter. No problem. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Peter. Okay, again, of course, the uh, interview with uh, Shania will be out, I think, in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, the special sort of interviews with US uh, female soccer players who are applying their trade here in Europe. Okay, we are going to go out to the break in just a moment. But before we do, of course, we have to say uh, a very, very important thing for our sponsor, that that segment was brought to you by Match Business Consulting, representing the brightest stars in Russian sport. Find your ideal brand ambassador on match-business.com. And now we're going out to the break and hope we're coming back with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. Hopefully we'll have all our technical issues um, fixed because my arm is getting tired from, from well, you, you should, no, that sounds very strange on air. But yeah, so my arm is tired, but uh, we're going to go on. So we're going to wait right now with, uh, this is a college football uh, song that you'll, you'll remember, Shana, like, uh, you've, you know. Um, is it Country Roads? Oh, yeah, because that's like, you that know, West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. Can you sing it? It's that? not that. Can you sing it? Country <laughs> 
on. Country roads. Take me home. Take me home. home to the place. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> I, I signed up from childhood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a bit of John Denver there to end off that segment, folks. Um, and I'm sure our sponsors are going, oh, Alan, please, not again. Right. We're going out with Delirious and Steve Aoki back after this with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Kidding. Uh, oh, uh, you got me woke up. The way you roll that sticky like Oka. Just let me coach ya. Show you about my culture. It's a late night show like Kona. Bitch, the party ain't over. Go ham in here. And grab your friend by the hand. Let me know if you down. Body like playmate of the year. I might make that play of the year. I already know that we don't play fair. But I think that you and your girl. Give me some of that. We stand.
завершения уикенда на Capital. Join us on a journey from the beach to the dance floor. Chicane presents Sunsets. Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера провожаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Okay, folks, we're back and we have resolved two little buttons is all we have to push. And when I said about my arm was tired because I was holding my phone to the microphone to make sure that we were on air with our guests. But there you go. Well, I'm not on air. With, I didn't have to hold Shania on my arm as well. She's here sitting across in front <laughs> yeah. of me. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Like, you know, just to make that clear to people at home going, what the hell is going on in the studio? Because we kind of have some chaos sometimes in capital sports, which makes it that bit fun. You're enjoying it so far? Yeah. And you come back fine. again if we invite you? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Great. Okay, now we, we're very lucky to uh, have as our referee or our judge, our sort of numero uno, um, Sergey, who is the head of the press office in with the Women's Football Club, Cisco Moscow. Sergey, you're ready to give us the scores? Yeah, sure. Thank you very much. Big honor for me to be here with oh, you. That sounds so darn <laughs> so cheesy. That's just like, it's a great honor for me to hear. That's like, you know, someone getting the Oscar going, I'd like to thank uh, God. I don't know. It's like, or my mom, my dad, no, my cat. No, thank you. No, Sergey, I know you've been serious. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm going to ask our guys who are on the line, can you all hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yay! Okay, all right. Sure, okay, boss. Okay, so uh, I'm going to run through uh, our lineup, uh, Sergey. If I just get that part for you for one moment. So, uh, double N, you're there. Yes, yes. Lovely, Eastfield Cody. I hear she is there. Her lovely dulcet tones yet again. Shania is here in the studio. She hasn't run away. You ready? Yes. I'm okay. Here. Okay. Um, and I have to check. Is like, could I call her Shania? Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. call me Shania yeah. or Naya if you just want to. Because it's too hard to say Sha. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But a lot of people say Naya. Really? Yeah. Have you never heard Naya. of Shania Twain, though? No, not really. That don't I impress me say, much. Yeah, I always tell them my name's like Shania Twain. They say, who? Yeah, it doesn't impress them much. That's a, a song she had. It that doesn't oh, impress is? me much. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge thing. <laughs> Look I don't up. know her songs. I <laughs> oh just know her God. name. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, she's cool. Canadian. Okay. okay, so there we go. And then Peter P., you're there with us, of course. Of course, of course I am. Okay, and of course, uh, Andrew Flint is there. I heard his voice, so he's ready to roll as well. Okay, folks, you know what this one is? This is you have to name the sport. You listen to the voice, you name the sport, and then you tell us uh, who the, the person is, okay? When we tell you the sport, okay? So are we ready? Double N? Yes, yes. Okay, so double N is uh, ready. Okay, so here we go. Now, I think you will, I think you might, you have spoken with this guy before, so I think you will know who he is. Okay, so you ready? Okay, sure. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Oh, a great father. Oh, I thought he's, I got interrupted that, that's completely wrong. I thought you said it was a great father to him. I was like, what? Okay, so who was that speaking? What's the sport and who is the person? Um, I'd go with uh, football. Soccer. No, it's basketball. No. So no points for that one. So who is it? Have a guess. A basketball player. Oh. <laughs> He's American, as you can guess. All right. Um, yeah. Um, let's say I don't think it's. Uh, it's not Jordan. It's not LeBron. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'll say. 
who else? Who else? <laughs> help me out. <laughs> I'm not going to help you anymore. I've already helped you. <laughs> oh, did I say it loud? <laughs> yeah, you did say it loud. Yeah, it's in everyone has, no, has I have, heard it. I have no answer for this. <laughs> okay, it's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. So there's no points oh. for double N for that one. No points. I should have said that he didn't want to take the vax and so on and so forth because we spoke with him before, but uh, we didn't do it. Okay, so next up is uh, Isolt Cody. Isolt. Okay, Isolt. I think you know who this is. Actually, you will. You will know who it is. Okay, it's kind of it's it is a funnyish one. Okay, uh, so just give you one moment, and I'm going to bring it up to you because you like who this. You, I think you actually might have a crush on this guy actually so here we go I'm saying <laughs> oh did you hear that the hallway that there is a better one here still well he's almost perfect but can you go with him okay so you know that always is very tough I have a very close friend with my English okay so someone of course who is a native English speaker so sport and person you said a man I have a crush on so it's obviously going to be Loma isn't it no no, but it, oh no. Well, listen now, no, no. Okay, now, now, no. Um, and I can't look. You now you have to guess the sport. You've guessed the person. You have to get the sport. Come on. Um, okay, so it's then it's not going to be boxing. No, it's not boxing. Okay, uh, get, you, you might as well give me the sport, and I'll try and think of a person. No, I'm not going to do that. You've already said a person, so now you have to give me the sport. Come on, you have a last chance. You, you okay. like the sport as well. It's not football. Formula One. No, it's tennis and Rafael Nadal. Uh, I wouldn't say no to him like you. You wouldn't kick him out. Jesus, he's not. <laughs> All right. Okay, very good. So we're still on no points so far today. This is this is not good. Okay. Uh, all right. So the next person is, um, it's Peter Shania. B. Shania. Oh, Shania. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we have to get one a good one for you. Okay. So I think you know who this is. It's a French okay, connection easy. here. Um, but I, you, you will know who this is. Okay. So here we go. Okay, who is it? It's a sport for a sport. It's someone laughing, so... Yeah, but that's all I get? Yeah. What's I the sport? It's Shania. Uh, it's yeah, it's... it. Come on. Is it, is it soccer? Yes. Okay. Well, well football. Okay, but we'll, we'll give it that. Football? <laughs> football, yeah, soccer. Okay, um, that's five points. So five points are for Shania. And who's the person? Oh, my God. Uh, wait, wait, you're going to now go Google this and just go down a rabbit hole. I know who's who's laugh. Okay, he's he's in a former French international. Former French? Yeah. Like no, don't know. Superstar player. Um, he doesn't play anymore. No. Okay. <laughs> no. No, I don't know. Have a guess. Make a guess. Uh, I don't know. You're looking. I'm not going to give. Okay, it's Marcel Desailly. Marcel Desai. Oh my gosh, I would never guess this. Really? Okay, no. so she got five points. So you're in the lead already. My Woo! goodness, you're in the lead already. So well done. <laughs> All right, Peter P, this one's coming for you. Okay, Peter, are you ready? Yep. Okay, so I this, am, this one is coming for you. Okay, uh, I think you you will know. I think you'll know who this is, actually. You'll know who this is. Um, and you, you're, you're going to enjoy it as well because she, she's interesting. Why would Jessica McCaskill, uh, she's obviously the welterweight on this week of That That might even be made of. Like it is some sort of a catch rate. Um, okay, Peter. Uh, sport? Yeah, will, you, will, you, will you toss a brother a hint at least? Have for no the love of God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, oh, it's, I'm asking for not the whole okay. sport. It's not soccer. It's not soccer. It's not football. It's not basketball. It's not how MMA. About, how, about, how about the glorious sport of tennis? 
Oh, no, it's boxing. It's boxing. So it's it's a woman, obviously. It's an Irish woman. Who is it? Come on. Oh, <laughs> man. I hope I... I Oh man, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to disappoint all my Irish folk. Tonight, <laughs> I, have, I have no clue. Ireland is the last country no you're clue. allowed to I'm, go I'm to, not, Peter. I'm, not the, I'm, I'm, I'm a. I'm gonna go with a random name. Go on. Uh, uh, O'Shea. O'Shea. Uh, 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 something. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Taylor, the undisputed world boxing champion, 2012 gold medalist in London. <laughs> oh God. Okay. He's got. He's got like zero points from that. Yeah, yeah. Zero <laughs> points. <laughs> Christ. You know, I think we just give up now. We just go home. These are hard. Not, uh, <laughs> these questions. Me. <laughs> All right. Now, Andrew Flint, this is for you. Okay. So, sport and person. Okay. Sport and then person. All right. Here we go. I really just tried to focus and look ahead to today's match and know that whatever I do moving forward is going to count, not what I've done, you know, the day before, so. Okay, so sport and person. Oh, crying out loud. Um, oh, I'm going to say tennis. Yes, five points, tennis. Oh, God, right, okay, okay. Um, Go on. Come on. Oh, crying out loud. I can't think. I've got a name in my head. I can't think what a blooming name is. <laughs> I don't know. I've gone blank. All right. This is killing me. Last chance. It's not Yvonne Gulligan. Has anybody got any points yet, by the way? Am yeah. I, am I in the lead by I now? have some. Yeah, Shannon has five points. You have five points. Come on. All right, all right. Shannon, I'll have five points to do me. I have no idea. I'll be honest. <laughs> I can't think. Samantha Stozer. Sam Stozer. Oh, God. God, that was it, yes. Did you know. didn't have that in your head. Don't lie. You did not have that in your head. <laughs> well, okay, I didn't, but I almost no. did. Yeah, <laughs> after I said it. Okay, so here is the missing word round, okay? Uh, here we go. So, number one, of course, it is double N. All right. Um, double N. Pogba's time at United has been what? Paul Pogba. Has been ups and downs. Ups and downs. We just need no, it could be. I need no. Oh. I need number of words. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So when I say what, it could be oh, like okay. ten words. Uh, we'll give him three points for that one. Uh, it okay. is an insight into the mind of a global superstar. There you go. Um, okay. And uh, next up, of course, is Isolt Cody. Isolt, you like this one? Okay. Um, <laughs> what position for Russians? So position for Russians, but what position for Russians? Um. I'm going to say... Keep it clean, please. Go on. <laughs> I'm going to say questionable. I'm just going to leave it... I'll give her two points for that. It's actually a pole position because, oh, of course, Poland and Russia are playing off for in the semi-finals of the uh, the well the World Cup, uh, the European qualifiers. Okay. Uh, next up, of course, is uh, Naya number three. Naya number three. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> Spartak are the what of Russia? Spartak are the what of Russia? Uh, Spartak Moscow football team. They are the... <laughs> There's lots of things to be said. <laughs> Come on. Are they the leaders? No. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, give, her, I'll give her three points for that. Is uh, are the last hope of Russia, of course, for Russian football okay. playing into the spring. So, okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, okay. okay now we have uh, Peter... P- no, uh, yeah, Peter, Peter P. P yeah. Peter P. Thank you. Thank you. Sergey, you're brilliant. Bring you back next week to help us. Okay. <laughs> so it's so much welcome. easier. Okay, Peter P. LeBron James, what... Punching what? LeBron James, what? Punching what? 
Uh, LeBron James very happy uh, punching the. the I, I, I bet it's the <laughs> reference to the to the crazy fans. I'm I'm assuming. Uh, <laughs> The, the fan and there's uh, no. multiple. No, it's a bit, he, he, uh, suspended for punching opponents. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm going to get. I'm going to give Peter six points for that when he got relatively close. Okay, I'll take him. I'll yeah, because he was suspended for one game, of course, for punching an opponent this week. Okay, and finally, uh, all right, this one's for you, Andrew. So be ready for it. Okay, uh-huh. tennis bosses demand Chinese what Chinese promoter in order to host tour events in 2022. Quick. Where's the, where's the gap again in that? <laughs> Jesus. Tennis to demand what? Chinese promoters in order to host events. Come on. Answers from? Answers from. No, demand more financial assurance. Demand more financial assurance. I'll give him one uh, point for that because he, he wasn't that close. Okay. Now is the one. Is the odd one out? Okay. So all you do is just tell me which is the odd one out. I'll tell you why. Okay. So starting off with double N. Double N. This is all about the uh, Big 12. Where of course Shania played. She played with the West Virginia University Mountaineers. She was giving us their fight song, uh, you know, Country Roads, uh, at the end of the last segment. All right. <laughs> so who's the odd one out? Bears, Grizzlies, or Cubs? Bears, Grizzly, or Cubs? I'm going with Grizzly. Oh, you should go with Bears because that's the name of the oh. Baylor University team. There you go. All right. So uh, double ends finished on how many points? Three points. Double N has three points right, right now? Three points, yes. Three points, okay. Okay, at least you're off the mark anyway. Okay, uh, next, of course, is Easel Cody. Easel Cody. Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens. Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens. I'm going to go with Manhattan. Oh, well done. Well done. You're going, to, you're going to get 10 points for that because... Why was that the right answer? Because yeah. that's where Kansas State University play. It's Manhattan, Kansas. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. This is number three. This is, okay. Uh, 1957, 1947, 19, or sorry, 1857, 1847, 1867. Uh, repeat the years again. <laughs> 1857, 1847, 1867. 1857? No, it's actually 1867, the founding year of West Virginia University. There oh you go. Gosh. You're I never going back. You're <laughs> never going back. <laughs> All right. And uh, Peter P., this is Idaho, Iowa, Oklahoma. Idaho, Iowa, Oklahoma. Who's the odd one out? Uh... I'm going to go with the uh, second, Iowa. Iowa. No, you should have gone with Idaho because there's no <laughs> schools in that state. <laughs> Sorry about that. Wait, really? Yeah, there's no, no, the Big 12, there's no, no schools there. Okay, and uh, finally, <laughs> Andrew Flint is just really, really scared of this. Oh, God. Texas, Texas, Texas. <laughs> I'm sorry. Echo, 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 what? <laughs> no, Texas, Texas, or Texas. This was written in front of me. Well, I, I think I've got it nailed on. Then I'm going to go to Texas. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, exactly, Texas, because they all, they, they all have a team staying in and one leaving. So well done. Okay, so ten points for uh, Andrew Flinders. So who is our winner, Sergey? Uh, Andrew is the winner. Andrew, congratulations, congratulations. You are a winner, so well done today. A real from behind victory. And of course, Shania will never be allowed to go home after forgetting that. And the winner for our uh, tickets is Anastasia. Anastasia, congratulations. You have won the two tickets and we'll be contacting you in the morning with those. Right, we're going to go away. Shania, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Thank okay. you so much for You want to come me. back? Yeah.
Perfect. So again, thank you very much. You, you're you. brought back. You're not, I'm not <laughs> asking you. You're coming back. I'm trying to come back. Okay. All right. Well Let's done. See. All right. And of course, folks, thank you. Of course, as we and should say the capital course is a partner of the Women's Football Club, Siska Moscow. Okay. Folks, uh, have a great week ahead. We're going to go out and leave you with a song that is going to uh, lift the energy and lift the spirits. Because remember, no matter how bad things are, they're always going to get better. So this is the Lighthouse Family Lifted. I'm Alan Moore and I'll speak with you next Sunday. Capital Sports with Alan.